Good morning. Welcome to this episode of Healing Your Codependency. I'm Marshall Bircher. I'm excited to be here to guide you in setting you free from fixing yourself so you can know, love, and be who you are. Go out and create the things that matter to you in your world. Because that's, that's my objective for you. So excited to be back with you guys this year. We're in 2023 and we're starting off strong and focused on indomitable worth and coming into contact with our true sense of worth and then the identity that that creates when we get in contact with that. So that's what we're going to be exploring today is the topic of your identity is not who you are. So before we get into that, I need to share this out real quick to the community. The community is a safe place, a little safe haven here on the internet where you can find additional guidance, tools and support from me and fellow survivors in the journey of becoming free of codependency and discovering who we are, knowing who we are, and creating the life that we want for ourselves. The link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube to make that happen. Come join us. And we just got to click it and share it. And voila, we're good to go. So let me know how you guys have been doing through the holiday. Let me know your thoughts your, your, your pers perspective on what I'm going to share with you today in the comments below. And if you like this video, hit that subscribe button on YouTube, hit the like button, and share it out with people you know benefit from it. All right, <clears throat> so this idea of identity has been something that I played with for some time. And in my own personal work, especially in the realm of healing uh, like core traumas, like abandonment, betrayal, uh, particular kinds of abuses and neglect, things like that. It's always, I, I've, I've discovered and experienced in my own journey, it alters the way I perceive myself because it's altering the way I value myself. In other words, as we work through trauma, we work through conclusions we've made about ourselves due to the experiences we've gone through. It changes the way we sense ourselves, the way we orient to ourselves, how we feel about ourselves. And that produces a different sense of identity. And this is why I say identity is not who you are. Because identity is a product of the value center that we believe is true about ourselves. So a value center would be something like shame, confidence, adequacy, inadequacy, lovable, not lovable. And these value centers are created by experiences that we have in relationship to who we are, to what we need, to what we want, and how we do things. And so this, so I'll give you an example. I've got a few in the description. I'll give you an example, a general one, and then a specific one for my own life. So my, so person A has an experience. And person A's experience is they are rejected because they, they do not have specific kinds of attributes. Maybe they're deemed or they're judged as inadequate because they're, they, they don't do things the way other people did. And this creates pain for this person. Person A feels pain at this rejection because uh, they're being told they're inadequate for the thing they're trying to do or be in their life. Then they, they, they experience this probably repetitiously, like over and over. And then we, they start to ask a question, why is this happening to me? What is wrong with me? Why me? 
And then the brain's going to go out and try to find an answer to this question. It's going to ask, it's going to go, well, maybe it's because we, we're just not like them. Maybe we are made wrong. Maybe we're bad. Maybe we're unworthy. That's why we're not good at this thing. That's why they're judging us for this thing. This is why we're being rejected. This is why I don't have what this person has. Uh, this is why I'm going through this awful thing. This is why the abuse happened, stuff like that. The why question creates meaning. The answer to the why question is the meaning we create about it. It's the answer. It's like, oh, it happens because I am. And this creates a different kind of emotional response in ourselves. I call this invoked emotion. This is where shame comes in. This is where self-hate comes in. This is where loathing comes in. This is where our sense of self is formed. And when we combine that meaning and that pain the meaning creates, we create a conclusion. And that conclusion becomes what I call value identity. This is who I am. I am not lovable or I am not loved and received because of X, Y, Z. So it's always an I am because kind of statement. This is how our identities are often created. They're a reaction to the experiences we've had, especially the profound negative ones. Because um, we're all here dealing with codependency, working through it. Our value will be anchored in shame, inadequacy, unworthiness, some sort of incompleteness, some, something that we didn't measure up properly to in some way that motivated someone to not love us or we believe motivated us motivated someone to not love us not keep us not value us see this is the the trick here our experiences define our value and the pain that comes out of that confirms that value that like oh i'm not lovable and i feel the shame and that shame means yeah i'm not lovable so we get ourselves stuck in a loop. Let me know if that is making sense to you. So this is how we create what I call value identity. We derive our value from the experiences we've had. This is why approval and rejection have so much power in our world. This is why it can give us a euphoric high or a devastating low. This is why love bombing works so well on us. This is why we externally seek our value. We, we crave validation because we think someone else's perspective, someone else's experience of us has the power to define us. This is the trap that we are all stuck in if we're dealing with codependency. And largely, we're all generally stuck in it because we attach our value to transactional conditions all the time. Like, uh, I say I am a mentor. Well, now my worth is kind of tangled up in being a mentor or being a business owner or being this thing or that thing. We do it with our work. We do it with our roles. We do it with our inadequacies. We do it with our strengths. We do it with our accomplishments and our failures. No wonder we don't know who we are. No wonder we kind of feel lost. We kind of feel pulled in a million different directions. It's because we're not oriented to ourselves. We're oriented to these conditions that we believe define our value. And from that value defines who we are.
No wonder we cling to them because we think we need that in order to survive because we've got to have identity. It's one of the three necessities, safety, connection, value, identity. If we don't have that, well, who are we? What happens to me? This is our big work. This is the hub, the center of all my work is to bring people into this moment where we can start to explore who we are beyond the conclusions we've made about ourselves. We can discover who we are beyond the trauma we've been through, the neglect we've endured, the pain that we carry. And maybe, just maybe, discover what I call indomitable worth. So indomitable worth, indomitable is a big word, but basically it means immutable and vulnerable, unchangeable. That's a big thing. This idea of I have worth that's not changeable, that's not vulnerable to something that is immutable, that it's there. That's my claim. But the work here is for you to discover that for yourself. Because what I've learned in my own work and continue to learn over and over in my own work is that when I come more into contact with this idea of indomitable worth, I gain a completely different identity about myself. I see my experiences differently. I see my wants and my desires differently. I see my limits differently. I interpret my emotions and my needs and, and people's interactions with me differently. I see it through a light that feels more inspiring, more clear, more grounded. So when rejection happens, when criticism happens, when praise and approval happens, they're received differently from this orientation to this thing I call indomitable worth. Rather than my old value center, my old value identity of being unworthy, unlovable, full of shame, and a harmful person. Because they have rejection, then just affirms that, oh, I'm a terrible, disgusting person. Whereas when I'm oriented to my indomitable worth, rejection clarifies where a person fits in my world and where I fit in theirs. It becomes a filter at that point. This is crucial. Um, for us to dive into. Because if we're to truly be free of codependency, if we're to truly enjoy the peace we seek, because uh, when, I, when I ask you guys what you want most in your world, why you want to heal your codependency, peace, love, relationship, you want to enjoy your life and do things that matter to you. We get there by orienting towards or orienting to our indomitable worth and becoming uh, aware of it, which is really the first step. We've got to enter the world of possibility, then discovery, and then we have to liberate it from the conditions we've attached it to, to all these meanings, to all the becauses. You know, I am this because of this experience. We have to liberate it from those things and then care for the pain we went through through the lens of indomitable worth. So we liberate it. Then we got to learn who we are as this thing. I call that embodiment. And then expressing it, which is the living of it. If we're to have that peace we seek, the relief, the loving friendships and relationships, the doing of the things that we ache to do, that we really want to do, it's going to come from here in indomitable worth. Because if it comes from any other center of value, is typically going to be transactional, meaning it's going to be dependent on some sort of condition outside of ourselves. That's where we get trapped.
So that's the big work here. So here's how I do this with my students. I do this in the indomitable worth system that starts here on February 7th. The first step we do is possibility. The reason we start with possibility is because, well, this is a really radical opposite change to what we're used to. We're used to being transactional in our value. We're used to having to earn it and to chase it and have someone give it to us or an outcome determine it for us. So we entered the possibility of maybe I do have indomitable worth. And by doing this possibility practice, it also autonomizes your worth from me or anyone else. Because in my work, this is the most dangerous moment for me. Because I do not want to, uh, students do not need to attach to me telling them they have indomitable worth. They need to attach to their own lived experience of having indomitable worth. Because if we attach to someone else saying, yeah, I got worth, who has the power at that point? Who's the authority? That person. And that is not what we're going for, not least in my work. <laughs> I want you to be able to embody your, your own autonomy, your own personhood, your own power, and trust in it and operate from it. So we start with possibility, and then we move into discovery. Hey, what is it like? Is it actually here? I teach you how to sense into it. Then we move into embodiment, which is, or into liberation, where we've discovered some of it, and we start freeing it from conditions to amplify its presence in our world. And then we move into embodiment and, and expression, where we learn how to be it and live it. That's what we accomplish here in the indomitable worth system. In the first place, we start again with possibility and discovery, and then we start referencing your pain. We start caring for the pain you carry that you think defines your worth. That helps start uh, this process called disidentification where, oh, what I went through is not determining what I'm worth or who I am. It's determining what I went through. <laughs> so that's what we do. Now, if you want to jump into this and you want to start this process in your life, you're a person that's ready to like, I want to know my worth. I want to know who I really am. And I want to start creating my life from that then I invite you to join me for the Indomitable Worth Discovery Workshop that starts here January 25th. It's a two-day workshop, so it's going to happen on Wednesday, January 25th, and Friday, January 27th. I put it over a span of days there so you can practice the possibility practice, get more experience with it, and then go through the discovery practice. So that's what we do with the in the Indomitable Worth Workshop. I teach you what... Uh, what uh, created your current sense of worth, how we're going to free it, free your worth from those conditions, and then I'm going to connect you with your first two practices, the possibility practice and the discovery practice, so that you can start actually experiencing for yourself your indomitable worth. So that's happening. That starts January 25th and happens on January 27th. So. Class 1 is on the 25th. Class 2 is on the 27th. I teach it at 11 a.m. Mountain Time and 6 p.m. Mountain Time on both days. You can enroll. It's $50 unless you have a hardship. Got a hardship. It's 25 bucks. Link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube, and it's on my webpage at freetheself.com. So come join us and discover for yourself this worth. So an indomitable worth. That's a big word. I I N D O M. I-T-A-B-L-E, I believe it's how it's spelled. So indomitable. It means immutable, innate, invulnerable worth. So that's what we're going for there. So my friends, 
Explore the possibility that your identity is a product of what you've been through and not really who you are. Lean into that. See what you start to discover. What if, what if your worth isn't determined by the things you've gone through? What becomes possible for you there? That's what we'll be exploring in the Indomitable Worth Discovery Workshop and in the Indomitable Worth System. So watch out for enrollment and details on the system. That opens up here in a few weeks. But that all starts February 7th for the system, and the workshop starts January 25th and goes through the 27th. Got any questions? Let me know in the, in the comments below. But otherwise, explore this idea. Let's see what you discover, and I'll see you guys in our next training. Have a great day. Bye-bye.